Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save two hundred and fifty dollars. The results are life changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com/save. 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 We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A combo meal, single item at regular price. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. Um, once again, it's time to remind everyone that it's a critical time of year for pets. The Hamilton Academy of Veterinarian Medicine would like to remind cat and dog owners that with the return of spring and the mosquitoes, it's time again to have your pets tested for heartworm and stop them on their monthly heartworm prevention. The members of the Hamilton Academy of Veterinarian Medicine are extremely concerned. In 2008, there was a tenfold increase in the number of seen and treated cases of heartworm disease in Hamilton. This uh, dramatic increase was particularly evident in dogs that were imported into Canada from heartworm edemic areas of the United States, specifically but not limited to the state of Louisiana. If you adopted a dog from any source, that was from the United States as a hurricane rescue dog, it is imperative that you see your veterinarian and discuss the current protocol to ensure your pet is heartworm negative and how to protect them in the future. Even if you were told your dog was tested negative prior to adoption, it's still imperative that you see a veterinarian. Many of the dogs were imported into Canada 
having only had one negative heartworm test. The American Heartworm Society's current protocol for dogs eight months of age and older, coming from heartworm, uh, heartworm edemic areas, requires the dog have three negative heartworm tests. The initial test should be followed with a second test at four months and the final test at nine months after the initial test. During this period, the dog should also be on a monthly heartworm preventative. The Hamilton Academy of Veterinary and Medicine does not want to see any family lose their pet to this preventable disease, and it's still possible for us to control this disease throughout Ontario and other areas of the X-Zone listening area. Now, if you have a dog, see your veterinarian now for a heartworm test. If you have adopted a hurricane dog, see your veterinarian and advise them. If you're planning to adopt a hurricane dog or any dog from a heartworm edemic area in the United States, be aware that unless they have had three negative heartworm tests and have been on a monthly preventative during the entire time, there is a very good chance that they may be heartworm positive. Heartworm is difficult and can be expensive to treat. If you're contemplating adopting a dog from Louisiana, it is important to ask about the dog's testing and treatment before you commit. Your veterinarian is your best source for understanding and managing this disease. And everyone, every veterinarian and everyone here at the Exxon and the Talkstar Radio Network cares about your pet's well-being. For more information, visit www.hamiltonvetsacademy.ca or your local veterinarian's website. When I come back from this two-minute commercial break, I'm going to be joined by Bob Honeycutt. Bob is the director of the Georgia Ghost Society, and we're going to be talking to Bob about ghosts of the good old South because he has been deemed the paranormal Southern gentleman. Bob Honeycutt is up with me next. If you'd like more information about the Georgia Ghost Society, their website is www.georgiaghostsociety. Dot com. That's www.georgiaghostsociety.com. Bob Honeycutt is my guest when we return from this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. one 877 is toll-free. Email exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com. And if you'd like to watch and listen to the show live from our studios, www.xzonetv.com. Bob Honeycutt is up next with me here in the X-Zone on Talkstar. Ghostly Encounter 33 years ago in in an Arizona theater was the start of Bob Honeycutt's journey into the world of ghosts and hauntings. 
Since then, he has investigated cases of phenomena associated with a variety of hauntings of paranormal, supernatural, and preternal origins at private residences, businesses, and historical landmarks throughout the state of Georgia, the southeast, and portions of the Midwest. Bob has worked with renowned members of the paranormal community that include demonologist John Zaffis, paranormal investigator Patrick Burns, and psychics Reese Christian and Sharon Johns. In 2008, he was selected as one of the top um, paranormal investigators in America by Haunted American Tours. Bob is the founder and director of the Georgia Ghost Society and the Central Georgia representative for the American Ghost Society. He has investigated some of the South's most haunting and historic locations, the Reed House Hotel in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Waverly Hill Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, let me see, what else has he done here? The Pirate House Restaurant and Moon River Brewery in Savannah, Georgia, just to name a few. He's been deemed the paranormal southern gentleman and is a great speaker when it comes to common sense, ghost hunting, and paranormal claims. And uh, Bob Honeycutt, welcome back to the Exxon. How are you, Bob? Hey, doing great, Rob. Thank you. So have you been staying out of trouble? been trying to, uh, but you know, the harder I try, the worse it gets. <laughs> Tell me, are, are, are there, have you received any any new cases, any new investigations that you've been on since the last time you and I talked? Oh, God, uh, Rob, they've been, uh, they've really been slamming us here uh, since the first of the year, right after the holidays. Uh, I mean, today we had three new cases come in today, so uh, May has been a very busy month so far. What's going on? How come so many cases? Well, I, I attribute a good bit of it to a lot of the television shows that are on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, people watch the television programs. They see something that reminds them of something very similar, whether it be a noise or a creak or whatever. And it sets off uh, an alarm in, in their head, so to speak. And uh, a lot of the cases that we've been getting in I honestly believe has been uh, anxiety driven uh, because we got there and we absolutely didn't find anything. Now that doesn't mean that the places weren't haunted, but I think uh, a lot of these programs plant the seed, and uh, fear takes over and it goes from there. So it goes from common sense to a paranormal activity. Exactly, exactly. And you know, of course, a lot of the cases that we do receive are legitimate, mm-hmm. but. Uh, when you stop and look at statistics, um, probably three to five percent of the cases that we get each year are probably what you would call legitimate hauntings. So you know, but still, that's part of our job is to go in and, and try to help them understand what they actually are dealing with. And then, of course, if it is true paranormal activity, help to validate it and hopefully give them a little peace of mind. Bob, when you receive a, a new call, for example, you received uh, three new calls today, how do you and your team go out and assess and investigate these claims? Well, the first thing we do is we interview them over the phone. Mm-hmm. And this is basically just to get some, you know, ground room information, try to find out exactly where their head's at. And then, of course, we will set up a, an, an interview where we will go out in person and speak with them, all the while trying to ascertain exactly what it is that they want us to do. Um, you know, a lot of people 
uh, under the misguiding assumption that all we have to do is come out and wave a magic wand and everything will be go back to normal. But uh, that's not always the case. Basically, our, our job or our duty is we try to go out and document and try to find out exactly what we're dealing with. When it comes to any kind of cleansings or getting the spirits to move on or even when it gets to the point where we think they need some uh, clergy intervention, you know, we get that from an outside source. We we are simply the agents that come in and, and try to see what we're dealing with first. Have you ever gone to one of these uh, first meetings at a person's house and the paranormal activity has just gone crazy? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And a good example of that was uh, right after I had started uh, the Georgia Ghost Society at a private residence in Atlanta. And uh, it wasn't 15, 20 minutes after we got there that uh, and the family started to explain some of the activity they'd witnessed that we watched the uh, washing, mach- washing machine literally come sliding out across the floor. And uh, that was the first time I'd seen anything of that size and that much activity. How did you feel? Uh, well, it scared me a little bit, to be honest. And uh, another part of it really exhilarated me. Um, after We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Oh, we do this, or I know I do it, because I have a real an interest and curiosity in what we're dealing with. So that right there pretty much was the flag that says, okay, we really do have something going on here. And uh, that's when we went into overdrive. We went ahead, instead of trying to set something up at a later date, went ahead and set up our equipment, got everything ready. And we also found out through interviewing the family that a good bit of the activity seemed to be focusing around their uh, nine-year-old son. Uh, So you've got Uh, poltergeist activity. Well, that's what we were beginning to think, too. Um, because the child actually changed in personality mm-hmm. uh, from being very outgoing and very friendly to being withdrawn. Uh, his mother would actually hear him carrying on conversations in his bedroom, and, of course, when she would walk in the door, he would become very agitated. So when she had told us pretty much over the phone, we had asked them if there was any way possible to take him somewhere else. You know, could he go somewhere else for a couple of hours while we were there? And then after we, you know, saw the washing machine move and, and got to talking to them further, we asked for them to bring him back. Now, they, we had asked them not to tell 
this boy who we were, what we were doing there. But as soon as he entered the door, you could see the the look on his face, and he became very excited and said, he's here to make my friend go away. Hmm. So that, that in and of itself was a red flag. T- tell me, Bob, how do we explain that a spirit that has no weight, no mass, can move a washing machine? Well, that's, that's a good question. <clears throat> and basically, at this point, we have no significant or honest answer because we are dealing with things that, in my opinion and beliefs, are of a spiritual nature. So whether it's some type of telekinesis mm-hmm. or if you have some type of ability to actually interact with physical objects, um, it's hard to tell. And the, the problem is a lot of the things that we do, a lot of the practices that we have, are basically theory and conjecture based on our experiences and other investigators. None of this is actually carved in stone. I would imagine that a lot of what we do and our beliefs are quite different from uh, 150 years ago when the spiritualist movement, and I would imagine 50 years from now, uh, they'll be quite different then. So what happened with this case, Bob? Well, unfortunately, uh, it got to a point where the family was so frightened of the activity that they decided that they would just bolt and run. And, uh, you know, of course, we talked to them and tried to make them understand that if it were actually poltergeist activity, you know, that simply moving was not going to be the solution. That's right. That it would definitely follow them. And, of course, we kept in touch with them for almost six months after that, and, of course, the activity did increase. But, you know, once again, that was one of those situations where we could not just simply walk in, snap our fingers, and make everything, you know, go back to normal. However, if it was poltergeist uh, activity caused by the agent or the young boy, wouldn't uh, time take care of this uh, so-called haunting? Well, yes, of course, over a period of time as he, you know, goes into puberty Mm -hmm. and his as most teenagers do, begin to settle down and their hormones aren't running so rampant and taking control of everything. But at the at the age that he was, you know, approaching 10, I have uh, all, I have no doubt whatsoever that they had to put up with this for quite some time. Have you ever been in a, in a residence or a business that has, uh, has requested you and the Georgia Ghost Society to come in and do an investigation where you've actually seen an apparition manifest itself right in front of you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think the the first time that uh, we actually had multiple people witness this was during the investigation at the Waverly Hill Sanitarium. Uh, I had another investigator with me. Uh, We were on the second floor down one of the many hallways by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we noticed what initially looked like uh, a woman walking out of a doorway into the hall. And initially we thought this might be another one of the investigators that were there, but right away I noticed that she had no flashlight, no cameras, no equipment, and she was at least 15 to 20 feet away. And the light that we had available to us was really just from the exit signs, you know, above some of the doors. So you really couldn't make out a lot of facial detail. But what lasted 
seemed like an eternity was probably only more than 10 to 15 seconds, and she went back into the room. And, of course, we went running in after her. And, of course, when we got into the room, there was nobody there, and there was no other exit for this person or entity, whatever, to have gone out. Unreal. So yeah, it, was, it was one of those days where, uh, you know, we both looked at each other and asked, you know, did you get the picture? And it was like, no, you know, I was too busy running and watching what I was doing. So it was almost like the fish story, the big one that got away. But at least we both experienced it at the same time. Bob, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation. Bob Honeycutt is our special guest. www.georgiaghostsociety.com. And speaking about the name Honeycutt, Tuesday, May the 26th, in the first hour of the show, that's 10 until 11 p.m. Eastern, 7 until 8 p.m. Pacific. Mike Farrell, who, pay, who played B.J. Honeycutt on MASH, is going to be my special guest. We're going to be talking about health care and his books. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. I'll be back after the news. Don't go away. There's a family-friendly TV channel you can watch on the Internet Direct from space with no subscription fee and www.xzoneradio.com. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the Exome. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Fifty Fields Organic Vineyard in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, of this fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Honeycutt is my special guest. He is the director of the, of the Georgia Ghost Society, and their website is www.georgiaghostsociety.com. Uh, first of all, Bob, great having you back with us here in the X Zone. Um, what do you look forward, or what do you look for in someone who comes to you and says, "Listen, Bob, I'd like to become one of your researchers or investigators." Well, uh, we do things a little differently probably than some of the other groups. Uh, we treat it a lot like a business, so we actually uh, request that they submit an application. We'll do a background check. Uh, then we will bring them in for a series of interviews. Uh, we're not really necessarily looking for someone with a lot of experience 
or a great deal of equipment. Mm-hmm. Basically, someone that has a, a passion and a desire for the for this field, and are willing to contribute a good bit of their time, uh, like most of us do. Um, we've had people start up that had never even held a camera in their hand, much less any other equipment. Um, you've got so many people that simply want to go on a ghost hunt or an investigation one time just to get a thrill, and then they leave. So, you know, once we started having a serious problem with that about five or six years ago, uh, we changed tactics. We actually even charge a membership fee now, uh, figuring that if they're willing to pay the money, they're going to stick with the team for a while. Now, what kind of training do you give uh, give your team members? Well, a lot of it is on what you'd call on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. And of course, we do provide uh, materials, uh, most of them coming from the American Ghost Society, uh, Troy Taylor as the author. Um, and then, of course, we take them with us. Uh, I will assign the new people with someone. Uh, and they basically start out as a gopher, and they learn it from the ground up. Um, everyone started new at, at some time or other, and in most other careers, I think they do them pretty much the same way. Yeah. Uh, you have to kind of put them through their paces to see if they have the gumption to stick with this, because let's face it, not every investigation is as exciting as a Hollywood movie. Some of them are very tedious and boring. And I kind of attribute it to uh, someone that goes fishing. You have to put that bait out in the water and let it stay there for a while and be willing to sit and be still and quiet and wait and see what happens. Is there a way that you can actually encourage a ghost or a spirit to make themselves known? I don't believe so. Uh, You know, you've got a lot of this equipment that you see on a lot of the television shows and on websites. And uh, people are buying it in droves because they're being marketed as ghost detectors, Mm -hmm. ghost equipment. Uh, And I've always believed that if you're actually dealing with the spirit of of an individual or even something supernatural, uh, that it has free will. You're not going to make it do anything that it doesn't want to do. One thing we've We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Learn from hard experience, and especially the scientific community, that uh, you can't get a ghost to perform on command. Um, the was- problem is... I think a lot of people have a problem with that because they uh, 
want to jump right in there and something happen. And even a couple of the new TV shows, you see them become very aggressive uh, towards trying to provoke and get some activity. Mm-hmm. While whereas we try to be as respectful as possible. Uh, after all, if you are dealing with the spirit of a person, uh, wouldn't you want someone to be respectful towards you? And that's that's the policy that we try to keep. You know, and I and I, and I sincerely uh, respect you for that, Bob, because you and your you and uh, the other members of the Georgia Ghost Society are conducting yourselves in a professional manner. And when you when you uh, said that the uh, respect for for uh, the spirits, you know, that just reinforces what we're talking about: respect not only for the respect of the people whose home you're in or business, but the respect of the spirit as well. Exactly. I mean, I think people oftentimes lose uh, track that we are dealing with mm-hmm. uh, an entity that does have emotions, that does have feelings, uh, and it can exhibit this anger or uh, it being happy in, in any number of ways. And there have been lots of documented cases where people have been to some degree or another physically attacked and uh, there's really no way to fight back. So, you know, why go in with an aggressive, uh, you know, adversarial kind of attitude? Um, you know, I'm brave to do what I do, but I'm not stupid, so I'm not going to go in there and try to get my butt whooped by something I can't see. One of our listeners just sent me an IM. They want to know how effective is holy water when dealing with a demonic spirit? Well, holy water or any other religious item, is only as good as the faith that the person has in it. Um, it's, it's not necessarily the, the power of the water. Mm-hmm. It's the power in the faith of God that you have. And same thing with a lot of the crosses and pendants and other medals. If they're not blessed and if you don't have faith, in that particular belief system, you would do just as much good as, as shooting them with a water gun. How how does your faith play a role in your in your work as a as a spiritual or paranormal investigator? Well, now, I was brought up Catholic, and um, you know I've believed for many, many many years that we do live in a spiritual supernatural world. So one of the things that I've learned over the years, especially when dealing with demonic or malevolent spirits, is that you have to have your, your faith as a protection uh, before each and every investigation, whether it's you know a historic location or a mon pa type ghost or whatever, we still say our beginning and closing prayers. And then, of course, I have the uh, prayer of St. Michael that I recite many, many times. So you use this as a shield, as protection, to keep you from coming under attack. Has there ever been a time when a brand-new recruit or gopher has attended their first investigation and they get the bejesus scared out of them and you never see them again? <laughs> yes, it has happened. Uh, I remember the, the first time was uh, probably seven or eight years ago. And this was a good-sized gentleman. 
I mean, uh, he could have played linebacker for any pro team right away. Uh, he was a professional. You know, he uh, inspected homes, mm-hmm. uh, had all the equipment. I mean, this was a very, um, a very strong and dynamic person. But we took him on a just a regular historical location that tended to be very active, and uh, we never heard from him again. We tried for quite some time to contact him by phone and email, <laughs> but uh, he would never respond. And then I, that was just a, that we use that as an example now to uh, you know the people that say, "Well, I really want to see something," and uh-huh. I tell them, "Be careful what you wish for because you just might get it." As far as you're concerned, Bob, in your neck of the woods, being the uh, the paranormal southern gentleman, where, in your humble opinion, is the most haunted place in Georgia? Ah, uh, hands down, Savannah, Georgia. Really? Oh, absolutely. Um, and not just because it was, you know, classified as the most haunted city in the country a few years ago. Uh, this this is a town that uh, was built on a lot of suffering and a lot of torture and human bondage. So, I mean, from the time that the city was being built and all the Irish labor and the Chinese, and then you've got the slavery. I mean, a lot of the businesses, uh, when you go into their basements, still have a lot of the heavy chains and hooks that they use to shackle the slaves during sales. Oh, God. Uh, not to mention the pirates and, and all of that. So, I mean, it's... It's an incredible city. Uh, there are a lot of locations there that uh, are well known to be haunted. Uh, some of them are very prominent, you know, like the Pirates House Restaurant and Moon River Brewery. Uh, a lot of the homes uh, that have been converted downtown are known to be haunted. But it's those little individual residences right outside the, you know, the edge of town that really get my attention. And these are the ones that, um, you know, the, the people know that there's been some activity going on for some time, but it's begun to escalate. And it really, it really gets me excited to a certain degree because it lets me know pretty much that we're doing this for a reason. We're not just running around chasing our shadow, that uh, hopefully one day we will get some answers and have a, a better grip of what we're trying to deal with. Bob, do you ever do any of your investigations in the daytime, or are all your ghost investigations done at night? Oh, no, 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 absolutely during the day. Um, you know, haunting activity is is not just reserved for nighttime. It's not nocturnal, uh, yeah. No, I mean, some of the most haunted places uh, in the country are well known to have activity during the day. A lot of military vessels, you know, a lot of the naval ships that, uh, people have witnessed officers and personnel running around when the ship has been decommissioned and there's nobody else on board. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, the daytime is just as good and sometimes a little easier. I would imagine so. Who's been your greatest influence um, on you investigating the paranormal? Well, really, uh, two people. Uh, one is he's been a good friend of mine for years. Uh, he's a, an Episcopal priest. His name is uh, Andrew Calder. I've worked with him for, oh, Lord, 12 to 13 years now. Uh, he lives in a little town 
uh, south of here in in Dublin, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's <laughs> he's not the what you would think of automatically when you think of a priest or an exorcist. Uh, he's very down to earth. Uh, he's very devout. And he's very good at what he does, but he's got a great personality, and he'll keep you in stitches if you're not careful. <laughs> and then the other one uh, would be John Zappas. An excellent gentleman, Ken. Uh, John is a good fellow. I call him Uncle John, and uh, he's he's always there if you know if you have a question or a problem. Um, and I, I'll give you a good example. Uh, a couple of months ago, we had a case come in, and the family was Jewish. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time I had ever worked with a family that was of the Jewish faith. So basically, every experience and all of my suggestions were moot because they were not of a Christian faith. Mm-hmm. So after a point uh, of you know, pretty much being stalemated, I contacted John and told him, you know, what I had and what was going on. And without batting an eye or taking a deep breath, he told me, you know, contact, have the family contact their rabbi, uh, that rabbis and uh, Buddhist monks uh, will react very quickly when their um, parishioners are having problems with negative energy, energy or entities. Uh, and not the same attitude as a lot of the, the Christian denominations. So sure enough, they contacted their rabbi, and within the next day he was there and uh, apparently took care of the problem. So this is, this is a good example to people not to be ashamed or afraid to call and ask somebody for help, because even as long as I've been doing this, I don't ever claim to know it all. Uh, and we're learning as we go. And sometimes the things that we thought we knew are completely wrong. We got to reshift our thinking. Life is a learning experience. You start learning when you are born, and you finally graduate the day you pass on. Absolutely. Stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Always great talking to you, Bob. And please give my very best to the other members of the Georgia Ghost Society. I'll do it. Bob Honeycutt's my guest. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Still to come on tonight's show, in the next hour, I'll be speaking to Clark Strand about, are you ready for this, Exxon Nation? There was iPods, iPhones, and now there's iReligion. And in our final hour, Mitch Patros from Earth Changes Media joins us here in the Echo, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back, everyone. Bob Honeycutt is my special guest. He is the director of the uh, the, uh, Georgia Ghost Society. Their website is www.georgiaghostsociety.com. Bob has... We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend... 
This is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Have you ever been able to capture any substantial evidence of the paranormal during one of your investigations? Absolutely. Uh, I do believe that we've captured some great documentation and evidence. Uh, we have some of it on our website. Uh, we've been able to capture some extraordinary video, uh, audio, and photography. Uh, most of it I use in my lectures. Uh, and it's, I think most people, when they see it, I always get a, a big thrill because you can hear a gasp in the audience when they see it. Uh, Bob, I, I understand that you're associated with a special event, and I was wondering if you'd like to tell us about it. Absolutely. We've uh, we've got several events going on, but the two that I'm really focusing on uh, are two. One is in July that will be at the old Bartonsville uh, Mental Asylum. Uh, Parker and Sloan Callen is doing that. Um, uh, Chuck Parker, my agent with Parker and Sloan, uh, is putting on an event uh, for to showcase his paranormal lectures. Uh, that will be in July, uh, on July 18th. And uh, all they have to do is go to a website that is www.ghostasylum.com. And the other one is an exciting event. It's going to be a paranormal cruise mm-hmm. uh, that's going to take place in October. And what we're hoping for is that uh, a good bit of the people will will take part in this. Um, it will be with the uh, Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, and if they want information, all they have to do is uh, contact uh, Main Street Travel, and the toll-free number is 800-593-1262, and ask for Jana. Uh, this is going to be an incredible event, some great speakers at both locations. Uh, I'll be speaking at both of them, and I hope a lot of people will try to come and share the day with us. Bob, you get me all the information you can on both events, and we'll make sure it gets into the May edition of the X Chronicles. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Rob. Bob, it's always great talking to you, my friend. Take care of yourself, and whatever you do, be safe out there, Bob. Because I'll do it, Rob. Thank I, you I, so because, much, my friend. Hey, it's, it's great talking to you, and as I said before, please give my very best to the other members of the Georgia Ghost Society. I'll do it. Keep smiling, my friend. You too, bud. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bob Honeycutt www.georgiaghostsociety.com That's www.georgiaghostsociety.com When I come back from the news at the top of the hour, are you ready for this explanation? I, religion. Now, we're not talking about I, myself, the religion, or the religion is inside of me. We're talking about, like, iPhone, iPod, 
Now I religion. Makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are turning to the Internet for their source of theological and religious reading. Is this a sign of the future that someday down the road, religion will be within the home and not at the church? Or does this mean that there's a trend that is forming with the, with the new techno crowd? Clark Strand is our special guest in the next hour. We're going to be talking about iReligion as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. one 877 is toll-free. And the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, will continue right after the news at six and a half minutes past. Don't go away, Exxon Nation. The road is long. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.